This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, let me tell you about Sweat Block. I've been telling you about it for a while. Stu, have you ordered any yet? I have not. I need to okay, do that, Okay, I'm trying to be very nice. <laughs> Wait, mm-hmm. are you sending me a... No, I'm just saying, you know, the deodorant stick Wait, is good. Are these even commercials? Are you but just, are you just saying this so I start using sweat pack? Actually, they're not sponsors, Stu. Oh this has just gosh. been my way of saying... Uh, <coughs> wow, we are in a pretty it's, small room. We are we're near very each other. Small. Why do you think I try to keep it so cold here? Yeah. I don't want you sweating. <laughs> Sweatblock.com. Sweatblock.com. Honestly, the deodorant is is fantastic. The odor, deodorant and antiperspirant. But the wipes, I I can't, I mean, I can't even explain. It's a, it's like a miracle. It really is amazing. You put you wipe them on one day, and six days later, you do it again, and you don't have to worry about it. It's really good. Sweatblock.com promo code Beck. You can find them on Amazon as well, but you'll save twenty percent. It's Sweatblock.com promo code Beck. And welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. So glad that you have uh, tuned in today. It's Friday. We've got uh, massive updates for you on a couple of things. You know, but don't worry. Everything is great. Everything is great. And a friend has a a child that's going to school here in Texas. And um, they got an assignment from the teacher. And when I first, my wife first told me about it, I was like, well, that's cool. We, you know, I did that when I was a kid. And then I saw, she said, no, 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 you've got to look at this. So I went home and I read it and I'm like, I think I have a really big problem with this. You'll have to decide. I'll share it with you in 60 seconds. Marjorie wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. She said, we started my dog on Rough Greens about three weeks ago. And the difference is amazing. Her problem was weight and a sore knee. Since she started this product, uh, she's lost about eight pounds and it puts her halfway to her goal of 15. She looks great, loves the new diet. I have her on. Thank you so much, Rough Greens, for everything. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you just to make sure so you're not out any money. uh, Make sure your dog eats it and likes it. They're going to send you a little special um, trial pack. So you can feed it to your dog for a couple of days and make sure that they like it. And if they do, then order 
the real uh, rough greens uh, and the you know the whole pack, and then start feeding it to them. You will see a huge difference in your dog over the months. It is roughgreens.com/slash/back. It's for a free trial bag. You just pay for shipping. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com/slash/back or eight three three Glen thirty three. Roughgreens.com/slash/back. Okay, so Stu. Let me give you this. Let me give you this assignment, okay? Yes. Uh, and see what you think about it. Uh, here's the situation. I'm just reading right after off of the assignment. You're a member of a civil defense team appointed by the president to make a decision on fallout occupancy. A war has been declared, and it appears the only occupants of a fallout shelter in Death Valley have a good chance of survival. <laughs> It's a weird place for the survival uh, right. yeah, apocalypse so to play that out. So leads you to believe also that like nobody's going to live. Right. Okay, so okay. End of end of the world. End of the, the world. Situation. Okay. okay. Uh, end of humans yes. and the species. Mm-hmm. Um, the Death Valley Civil Defense Director has wired Washington uh, that at present 10 people are occupying the shelter. A computer has calculated the shelter can guarantee survival for only 6 people. Your committee has to decide which 4 are to be excluded from the group. 4 must go so 6 may live to rebuild society. Here are the rules. Everyone must agree with the choice. No voting is allowed and the final decision must be acceptable to everyone. Okay. <laughs> this okay. is going to be a tough this one. It's going to be a tough one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Had, did you ever do this in school? I don't remember doing this thing, but I mean, okay. I, you know, you had those those brain teaser type of questions that occasionally yeah. you'd go through. And so we would go, we we did this, I think, in our rights and responsibility classes. Mm-hmm. We talked about, you know, in my day, it was still worried about w- nuclear war and everything else. And so we would do things like this, but it was all skills based. Okay. You got a doctor, you've got a plumber, you've got somebody with no skills, but they're really, really smart. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have to pick. All right. Um, here are the 10 people. A 36-year-old female physician who is known to be a confirmed racist. Now, I don't know about you, but I find these 36-year-old female physicians all the time that are confirmed racist. It's the most racist part of our population. It really 36 is. 36-year-old female I mean, here physicians. in Texas, you have, they're all racist. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and it's hard to hear the diagnosis through the hoods, but, you know. <laughs> they okay. have eye holes for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> they need mouth holes. They though. do. They, they do. don't have mouth holes. Right, no. A 36-year-old female physician who's known to be a confirmed racist. Uh, number two. A Hispanic oh, marine no. drill instructor. Hispanic. See where this is going? Um, okay. And no ages on that? No. Okay. Uh, just Hispanic is all that matters. A biological research researcher who is a black militant. An Asian <laughs> biochemist. Uh, Asian biochemist. An yeah. Olympic athlete. A Hollywood starlet. A third-year medical student who refuses to reproduce. A 16-year-old pregnant high school dropout of questionable IQ. A pregnant high school dropout? Yes, 16, with questionable IQ. 30-year-old Catholic priest. A 32-year-old carpenter and all-around fix-it man who served seven years for pushing narcotics who has been out of jail for seven months. Now, in my world, I either say, you know, we party at the bomb site 
you know, forget the shelter. Just we're just going to hang out, or I close the door behind me. You know what I mean? And just you by yourself. Yeah. Maybe the Hollywood star. Yeah, you got to bring the Hollywood star. Yeah. I think that's definite. <laughs> it's like, like that's ginger. the first one. I was like, you know, yeah, she's yeah. coming in. Yeah. So she, you got to include her if you're, you know, if you learn from that documentary Gilligan's Island, mm-hmm. uh, you know that the Hollywood starlet. Where's the millionaire and his wife? Anyway, um, so now, first question is, do you have a problem with this? Is this more indoctrination? I guess a lot of it depends on what the context is on how it's being presented. Is it, is it a, you're saying, I assume with this question, you're saying that this comes from a school and is going to children to try to teach them about racism or something. Well, have you ever, I mean, why is it an Asian biochemist? I guess the only reason why is because you have a confirmed racist as the doctor. Right. I can okay. see that being now, a factor because you see like but, the black, but, you don't want the black nationalist and the but, white supremacist in the same correct. six person but closet. Do you notice that closet? Why would you say that? Is there a homosexual on here? Are you reading into the Catholic priest something that's not there? <laughs> not you at all, bigot. Mr. Hater. Okay. So here's the, here's the thing. Um, the th- notice that there are no white people here. So the 36-year-old female position who's known to be a confirmed racist might be black. And so she'd get along with the black militant. She may be racist against mm. white people. That's a good point. And I, I assumed right away that it was exactly, a white person. Exactly, which is an interesting thing. Everybody's race is mentioned except white. Mm. That's fascinating. Right. Because you just, I mean, I I assumed with the, you know, this is some left wing thing. And so isn't that interesting that because I did the first time, too, when Mm -hmm. I read it. And I think the parents did. Look at this female position, uh, physician known to be confirmed racist. Everyone just assumes it's white. Now, that's part of indoctrination, is it not? Unless the kids are smart enough to go, wait a minute. Who is the confirmed racist? What race is she? And is she racist against all races other than hers? Or is she like, I hate Native Americans? Well, there's no Native Americans in the group. <laughs> so, so maybe we're she'd good. be a delight. <laughs> right. So she could be a right. delight. So, yeah, because it's interesting because you mentioned the black nationalist, black militant, I believe yes. is the word. And you could say, you know, right there black militant is a racist i don't know if anyone knows this yeah. if you happen to be a black nationalist you are, you are also a racist. a racist correct and so, so notice it's a black militant and not a black racist right that's okay. true that's, yeah. a, that's a good point right. um okay so and then you have a you have an athlete and uh, you wait no you have an olympic athlete doesn't say what race right olympic athlete so don't just assume that is white oh i didn't i did not no i, I know so. but mm-hmm. why is there why is there black, Hispanic, um, black and Hispanic, and they don't mention the race of anyone else? Asian. Asian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black, Hispanic, and Asian. Hmm. I, I First of all, the Asian gets in. An Asian biochemist. Yes. Yeah, there doesn't. Uh, You're smarter than all of us. But, I mean, the oh, only that's thing could, so racist. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> sometimes racism works in your favor. Uh, <laughs> um, some stereotypes, 
I would say some of the stereotypes that have been tossed around against certain races, they tend to enjoy quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> and some, they, good so some stereotypes, you know, <laughs> sometimes they have actual, you know, it's like I've always said, <laughs> don't hate people because of their race. That's so stupid. Get to know a person. Hate them for real reasons. I <laughs> hate them for the content of their, <laughs> their character, character, not the color yeah. of their skin. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I looked into their character. They're worthy of the hatred. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. I, I think I'm thinking about this again, though. Assuming, I guess, you're in this room. Are you trying to, you're trying to plan the future of society? Correct. Not you being in the room. Because at first I thought, so Hollywood starlet, you want in the room. But think of how annoying that would get after like 10 minutes. Oh, no. If she's the only uh, one. So, like, you're, you're, there are six people left and she's one of them. Bye-bye. Right. So we, the, she, there's no reason to bring a Hollywood starlet in there. Correct. I mean, I think the Asian biochemist is the king of this Absolutely particular in. exercise. Right. 100% in. And the Olympic athlete. What do you, what do you, what's, what do you need uh, the Olympic athlete for? If you are, if you are um, having to repopulate the earth, you want a genetic specimen. Plus, in my case, I need somebody to carry me while everybody's walking long, long ways out of Death Valley. <laughs> yes, okay. okay. I can see that. Right. Yes. All right. I mean, I'm saying about the repopulation, but it's really about, hey, dude, put me on your back and just carry me. Mm-hmm. You, need the, you need the exercise. Right. You know, you can't let yourself go. Don't do it. I don't know don't that do they it. believe you, but I... Well... Um, let me throw another one out there that I think is maybe controversial here, but I think this is a, is a no-brainer which is the pregnant high school dropout. And the thing is, you're trying to rebuild the species. You need a head start. She's already pregnant. So I think you, you she's in. Yeah, but if you're in that... Plus, you're getting if, two for one. Yeah, but if you're... True. Right? True, yeah. Do we have to... Now, look, I'm normally... A, 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 I'm a personhood guy, but do we have to count that as two people? Okay, so now... So, no. So no, listen okay. to this. Then she's definitely listen to this. But mm-hmm. the baby's crying in a small, cramped space Yeah, but you're going to have to do this eventually. You're going to have to repopulate yeah, you don't society. have to be in that small, cramped space. You're going to be out after a while. You know, six months at least, you're in that in that room waiting for things to settle down. Oh, so you don't... You, you, if you're only going to be in there for six months, then you can rethink that. But if, if this is a long-term... Like you're oh. in, you could be 10 years. You got to get, got to get started with the repopulation. Well, I've I, luckily I should be there because I've read the government book on thir- it's called on thermonuclear war. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I know what to do. All you have to do to be safe after the whole thing is blown up is just scrape off the first six inches of all topsoil. I don't know what you do with it, but you just scrape that off and hope there's no wind. And you're fine. Earth will be fine. Oh, okay, good. Okay. So, uh, isn't it interesting that an Olympic athlete is there? And what did I say? You put the Olympic athlete there because you want a good specimen, right? You want to repopulate. That's the opposite reason for the 16-year-old pregnant, uh, pregnant high school dropout with questionable IQ. This is eugenics. Mm. You don't want the questionable IQ in the gene pool. This is making you think like a eugenics professor. And the question is, and I doubt any of this is being discussed. The question is, is that a good thing? No, is eugenics a good thing? No, I'm going to go out on a limb on that one. Then, then if you would say no, then you shouldn't 
the Olympic athlete and the questionable IQ. Those aren't questions. Well, and as I said, that was the questionable IQ lady was was my first choice or a second choice. The Asian biochemist is, I don't even know why that's on there. It's obvious. He's in. hundred <laughs> percent. Is, there, is, anybody, is just, there anybody that's saying no to the Asian I mean, biochemist? I think they walk into the room, the Asian biochemist just keeps walking through yeah. the next door. Just goes yeah, right like, into the, he I'm not ask. involved in this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not involved in this. I'm just going <laughs> to set up my cop right now. <laughs> yeah. Guess who gets first choice of rooms? <laughs> <laughs> He's a hundred percent in. He? The, uh, or she. It could yeah, be she. It could be, be she. I mean, that's even better right. there you go the bottom line is i don't care he she uh you what, what pronouns do you have yeah. get on in there get asian <laughs> biochemist <laughs> all right hang on just a second let me tell you about uh life lock uh does being online make you nervous if not it should it should for multiple reasons man i gotta tell you this thing is closing in quickly isn't it did you see the news we're gonna get into it uh, a little later the news of what the um uh, the White House and the FBI said to Facebook about the Hunter Biden. Oh, stuff. yeah. Onto the Joe and, Rogan thing. Right. And mm-hmm. now the now we know the diary is true because the FBI arrested the two that took that diary and yes. sold it, um, which brings up all kinds of different things like is uh, Grandpa Joe a pedophile? Taking inappropriate showers with his daughter, and she in said her she, writing, she did believe she was molested. Correct, right? And she was. She remembers taking inappropriate showers with her father. Okay, are we going to even look into that? Are we even going to discuss it? No, no, no. Just let the Asian biochemist write through. No questions asked. <laughs> and the FBI shutting down all the Hunter Biden stuff. That is, we are in a different world, gang. LifeLock wants you to know they are there to protect you as much as anyone can online. 25% off now of your subscription to LifeLock. It's the top of the line in cybersecurity. It has preventive measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. Nobody can protect everything, but I think these guys are the best in the business. It's LifeLock by Norton. So join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to LifeLock.com and use the promo code BECK for 25% off. 10 seconds, station ID. So, uh, so the, the question is, this was the question asked to me. Um, a, um, a teacher, I mean, a, a, a parent sent this to a friend of mine and said, can you get this to Glenn and see what he thinks? I'm outraged by it. I, I would think if this was just the only thing that was happening, you got to remember what we grew up in. Uh, if you're my age, what we grew up in was there were problems in the world, but the general population was generally good. It had problems with racism and things like that. But, you know, um, the sea was generally okay to let your kids go because kids would, you know, they'd go out and play all the time. And, you know, they weren't kidnapped and raped by possibly a guy who would be president someday. Um, You know, you didn't have a lot of those problems. Um, And now the, the C that our kids are 
are swimming in is toxic. Everything is toxic. And once in a while, you'll come up with a good thing. And so if it was, you know, 50 years ago, 40 years ago, I I wouldn't have had a problem with this. But because now everything else is so toxic, this is all read into wokeness. So you can't put this. This is not just an isolated thing. This is all about wokeness and pronouns and everything else. They're getting our children to think about race and racism when, quite honestly, if you're only the six people left or 10 people left, I really don't think you're going to have that much of a problem with racism because we're all in this together, gang. There's going to be six of us left. So what do we do now? The good thing is it's got a mix of everybody and they're all going to have to procreate with each other. So there won't be racism the next generation because everybody will be mixed race. So they're going to have to come up with something like, I don't know, eye color, hand size, something to hate each other over. But it won't be race in the next generation after this nuclear fallout shelter is mm-hmm. opened back up. That would be nice. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. So I'm not recommending that that's our solution. <laughs> no, that's not a policy idea. No, no, no. no. It would be better than the loan forgiveness thing. I mean, uh, I, I will give you that, but I don't think it's a good proposal. Have you seen now they're talking about uh, a trillion dollars that this may cost us in the end a trillion dollars. This is the most impactful and most expensive executive order ever issued in the history of America. Oh, I can't. It can't be close. No, it can't right? even be close. Can't uh, even be close. We ha- are we really are we really a country no. that's going to allow this? We are. A co- we this is are, a real problem. This is a dictatorship. If this happens, this this is a dictatorship. That's what they were saying about Donald Trump with executive orders. Well, yeah, you might have disagreed with the executive orders here or there. This is an executive order that the president does not have a legal right to do constitutionally. He's using or legally. Yeah, he's using this uh, this. The, the Heroes the, Act. The Heroes Act to hide behind. Which is their second attempt, by the way, of a justification, not the first. But the second one is the Heroes Act, which outwardly talks about student soldiers. The point of it was, this was in 2003, I think it was George W. Bush who put, who put it in. And the point of it was, okay, we're in a war. Student soldiers have college debt. You know, when they're at war... Uh, they might be injured. They might be in a hospital overseas. Maybe we should cancel their debt. That was legitimately the point of it. As as the author of the bill said, these are student soldiers. He mentions that phrase several times. And they're just like, well, uh, emergency uh, could be COVID. See? And emergency. Uh, uh, and COVID's bad. And that way we can, anyone who's affected by COVID, we can cancel the debt. Like, Unbelievable. The courts have to stop this, right? They have to stop well, this. I would think so. But I don't know anymore. I really don't know anymore. Mm. I tell you, if you weren't for the Convention of States, um, you should consider it right now. And literally right now, because we go five years down the road and I don't trust our legislatures in the states to cap what we're going to talk about on the Constitution. The Glenn Beck Program. Now, if you're a charitable person, but you like to make sure that your money that you give goes to a place that will be responsible with it, may I recommend that you check out the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. I think they're one of the best charitable organizations out there. 
When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family to stability. Uh, do you hear MSNBC talking about these guys? Do you hear them, uh, you know, online uh, having, you know, their hosts endorse them? They came to this show because they know how charitable you are. And they also know that we respect our military. We respect our law enforcement. Please, military and law enforcement officials, know that. And please rat out the bad guys. Um, This is something that is so, just so good. I want you to check them out. T2T.org. Tunnel2Towers.org. Do it now. They help these guys get back on their feet. If they live, if they die, they take care of the families. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Get early access to the Rob Schneider podcast. Use the promo code Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, let's see. We've got Bill O'Reilly talking about the news of the day. We've got a couple of big stories today. The, um, the rest of the, the affidavit part of the warrant on Mar-a-Lago uh, is by a judge um, must be released by noon today. So we're waiting for that at any moment. We will cover it and read it to you uh, as we get it, assuming that we get it before this program is over today. Uh, the second thing is Zuckerberg. Could we please play cut one of Mark Zuckerberg in an interview with Joe Rogan? Listen to this. How do you guys handle things when they're a, a big news item that's controversial? Like there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New York Yeah, we Post. had that too. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically, the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some, some folks on our team, and was like, hey, um, just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. There was the, we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of, um, uh, of, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. So our protocol is different from Twitter's. What Twitter did is they said, you can't share this at all. Um, we didn't do that. What, what we do is we have, um, if something is reported to us as potentially um, misinformation, important misinformation, we, we also have this third-party fact-checking program because we don't want to be deciding what's true and false. And for the, I think it was five or seven days when it was basically being um, being determined whether it was false, um, the distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. So you could still share it. You could still consume it. So when um, you say the distribution is decreased, it, it, it got shared. It, how does that work? It basically, the ranking in newsfeed was a little bit less. So fewer people saw it than would have otherwise. So it definitely... By what percentage? I, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's 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 meaningful. But I mean, but basically a... Um, a lot of people were still able to share it. We got a lot of complaints that that was the case. Um, you know, obviously this is a hyper-political issue. So depending on what side of the political spectrum, you either think we didn't censor it enough or censored it way too much. But right. but we weren't 
sort of as black and white about it as, as Twitter. We just kind of thought, hey, look, if, if the FBI, which you know, I still view as a legitimate institution in this country, it's a like very professional law enforcement, <laughs> they come to us and tell us that we need to be on guard about something, then I want to take that seriously. Did they specifically say you need to be on guard about that story? I, I, no, I, I don't remember if it was that specifically, but it, was, it basically fit the pattern. Mm-hmm. It's, it was interesting. I listened to a good chunk of this interview yeah. last night because uh, I wanted to get the context. I've seen this clip sure, sure, all over sure. the place. First of all, you know, it's interesting because you do you forget about the pressure they're getting from the other side, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I, I, I we talk about how we're all annoyed at Facebook and Twitter and all these places there. The other side is putting more pressure on them about making sure they do censor this stuff. And he went through that pretty in an interesting way. It's interesting when you listen to him, isn't it? Yeah, because you because he, that's what he was saying to me. Right. When, when I said at the table, he said, Glenn, the pressure is just as heavy on the other side. I don't want to get involved in any of it. And he really goes into that. He basically says, I don't want to. You could say he he doesn't want any any responsibility for this whatsoever is essentially his point. Now, whether you believe him on that is another story. Correct. Uh, it was interesting to hear the lead up to this because uh, Joe Rogan, I, I think five or six questions, 20 minutes before this question happened, he was leading to this question. I, I really seem like he, I mean, he's, he you could tell he wanted to get something on this. He's turned out he's to be quite a good smart. interview. Yeah. Uh, interviewer. Yeah. He's really good. Um, and the other thing was, I think you get from, from this, because it, it doesn't specifically say, he sort of avoids that part of it where he says, I don't know why it started. You can understand them coming and saying, hey, there could be Russian influence. There could be, and we all know that some of that stuff goes on. Hey, be vigilant. And they, they thought a, this was the part of this. Right. They, he's not saying necessarily the FBI came to him and said, you've got to stop this Hunter Biden story. No, but, but he doesn't it, deny it either. Yeah. And it fits, he said, mm-hmm. at at worst, or I mean, at best, uh, he said it fits the parameters of the story they were worried about. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. So uh, and remember, the FBI had that story a year before. Mm hmm. And they had already, we found out yesterday, they had already told their FBI agents, do not look into it. Yep. It's, I mean, we're really blessed to have that computer guy save a copy oh my gosh, and yeah. give copies out or that thing would have been gone. We would have never heard of it. And I think here, when, if you're looking at this with a critical eye, uh, I think you're more concerned about the FBI than you are Facebook here, which is interesting. I think we've been talking about the the big tech platforms, which they're guilty of a million things. I'm not letting them off here. Yeah. But the, at least the way this story is told, my suspicion is more, much more about the FBI and what they were telling Facebook oh, rather yeah. than Facebook necessarily coming in oh, yeah. and trying to make these decisions on their own. You know, he doesn't, he, everyone talks about him as like an Android in this way. He actually came, comes off as relatively normal in this interview. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he you does. should sit in the same room with him. It's, it's, you know, He's either an accomplished sociopathic liar mm-hmm. uh, or he's doesn't really have control of his company and i'm not sure which it is he might i mean he might be a sociopath he, I didn't but he's he is he, you listen to him he's very logical yeah he's very heartfelt you know he'll look you in the eye and say these things and you're like okay well he does have a point on that you know what i mean yeah and i think but, there, there's a level of this where these guys want to make a bunch of money yeah they have some sort of idea of what they want the world to be surely but like they also want to make a bunch of money and they don't want to be in constant political controversies and they love for someone to take all of this off their table like they'd love to not be able 
like to not have to worry about it. This is why they do the fact checker thing, right? Mm-hmm. He even says this in the interview. We do the fact checkers, like who's who's looking at the fact checkers, right? Yeah. They, they, who, how I mean, the tell? fact checkers Rogan are asked flawed. This, yeah. right? Rogan asked this. He said, "Why? Well, well, how can we tell if the the fact checkers are biased?" And his basic point was like, I mean, he didn't say this exactly, but his basic point was, "I don't really care." I just don't want to have to make the decisions. I don't want to be. I don't want us to be responsible for it. Like it's just like. Well, you are when you right. when you don't point know was. who the fact checkers are. The same thing with the algorithms, yeah. right? Like you know, you can say the algorithm is making the choice, but human beings have an impact on that. But the bottom line is, I think like what he wants is no responsibility, which unfortunately for him is not. That's not how this is going to work out. I mean, people are going to come to him on both sides and say, you need to take responsibility for your platform. All right, I want to play a cut from uh, Rob Schneider. He's on, uh, you know, SNL, and we were talking about Saturday Night Live. Um, He is shockingly a fan of this program. I'm always shocked when somebody who I know is a fan of the show and will admit it out loud. He did. Um, Here's what he said about comedy and SNL. Listen to this. When Hillary Clinton lost, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not exactly the most likable yeah. person in the room. Right. And then when Kate McKinnon went out there on Saturday Night Live from the cold opening, and I was like, she started dressed as Hillary Clinton and she starts playing Hallelujah. And I said, I literally prayed to please have a joke at the end. Don't do this. Please don't go down there. And there was no joke at the end. And I went, it's over. It's over. He's, he's not going to come back. And I said, those, it really is the end of it's gone. You sorry. can you can take the comedy routines, the com- the comedy routines. You can take the comedic indoctrination process happening with each of the late night hosts, mm-hmm. and you could exchange them with each other. That's how you know that's not interesting anymore because no, there's no, it's not an independent voice anymore. It's and just it's, all indoctrination by comedic imposition. You used to work in Saturday Night Live when. A conservative and a liberal could yeah. work side by side, and you'd hit both sides. <laughs> yeah, well, right? that was the whole point. Right. We always lean more left because we were more Correct. liberal because that's where all the girls were. Right. Let's be honest. Right. That's what that was the whole. Reason I got in the show but business. I realized you... that. Hey, look, I, I'm, I'm five foot five, barely. <laughs> I'm Filipino. I look kind of weird and whatever. And, uh, and I said, I, I could have to do something to get these beautiful girls because this ain't working. And so, and so you get wrapped up into this. And I, I guess I am a liberal, but we lean that way. But we also called it when it was necessary to Correct. be called. I thought there's you know, no way that you would have hit Barack Obama and Joe Biden as hard uh, as at least Joe Biden, because there was tons of funny things about Joe Biden. There wasn't. They they stayed away from it. And truthfully, they just like, you know, and Lauren Michaels will say this and, you know, he'll say the the, the liberals, they're just they're more sensitive. They can't take jokes. (laughs) And it's, it's, it's true. But like, I will say. They were still doing great stuff. The, the real genius for Saturday Night Live is Jim Downey, the head writer. And he wrote this, and he's also a conservative. Um, he wrote a great bit. Like, the great, the last great political bit was uh, during when Obama and Hillary in the primaries and, uh, and the press and how the press were deferential to Obama. Mm-hmm. And he wrote this really funny thing. He said, Hillary, so... According to, you know, the Syria and the, the you know, what's happening in, in Libya. And the, do you think that that support that going against Assad and go and then also supporting the, and Hamas is uh, <laughs> Hamas is what the creep of Hamas coming in uh, in Lebanon. And there's, do you think that that, that that the process would be and they asked very complicated? And they said, so Senator Obama. Who's your favorite basketball team? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, that's brilliant. 
And that's really funny because that's kind of the press. Mm-hmm. The press was so correct. You know, and so, and that's funny. And I think at the end of the day, like all entertainers, including me when I'm going out performing and I talk about all this stuff, but my job is to entertain. Funny is coming back though. I think so. I mean, I'm, I've been ostracized from show business. You can probably tell. But <laughs> You're here. <laughs> at no point in anyone's life has been, you know, I'm, a, I'm going up. I'm going up. I'm on the Glenn Beck podcast. Yes. <laughs> That's Rob Schneider, the podcast. It releases tomorrow wherever you get your podcast. It's very, very funny uh, and insightful. Rob. Yeah, just, you know, I don't want to wait. I honestly want to get access to it today. There's ah, no way to do that. Wish I could give you some access to blazetv.com. Well, what would I do if well, I went there? Well, if you go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn, you'll save 10%. Now, not you. I've banned you from being even a member. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if that I, Stu if I, show, it doesn't even air. That's why I don't want you to watch the network because... We just keep you busy, just to keep your... Oh, that's, yeah. that's actually quite nice. Right. Uh, but uh, <laughs> if that's really what you're doing, that's a, not a chair to black. Right. But I will say, uh, you do get early access to all the podcasts, right, yeah. with the with Blaze TV subscription. And this is really good. You can watch it on YouTube uh, tomorrow. Uh, you can watch it now at Blaze TV. Tomorrow on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. All right. Homeownership, always been one of those things that is just about as American as blue jeans and apple pie. We are the nation that really kind of invented that. Uh, But it's looking like it might be good for other reasons as well. Thanks to inflation, rent is out of control. It's going to get worse. If you are thinking about purchasing a home or if you're selling a home and you already own or buying a new one, may I recommend you check out my company, Real Estate Agents I Trust. This is a free service to you. The agents that we work with all over the country take their jobs seriously. They know the best practices to elevate your real estate experience to the next level. When you go with realestateagentsitrust.com, you're going to be working with some of the best in the business. Sometimes people, these guys work around the clock to get you into a home, to get your home sold or both. Don't take my word for it. Do your own homework. Check them out. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. You know, this really should tell you everything you need to know about our FBI. No, the FBI is still credible. Are they? Are they? Florida pair pleads guilty to stealing Ashley Biden's diary. That's the story. Amy Harris, Jonathan Kurtlander stole Biden's diary September 2020 from a Florida resident uh, that had been formerly occupied by Biden. The pair first tried to pawn the stolen goods off on the Trump campaign, but were rebuffed. Kudos for the Trump campaign. Yeah, I mean, that's a big... That's a big deal. Not, not something anyone's mentioning. No. I mean, it's a, think of how tempting that would be. If you're, oh if you're a Trump campaign and oh this is coming gosh. out against your opponent a few weeks before the election. And you know what they did? The Trump campaign said, we're not buying it. Send it to the FBI. Get it to the FBI. Mm. So the, they, even with Trump... And the FBI, all the stuff Trump knows about the FBI, he still says, mm-hmm. turn that over to the FBI. So then they uh, they sold it to Project Veritas for $40,000. They looked at it and they said, no, 
turn it over to the FBI. They paid for it, but they would not print any of it. So these two have been stolen. So we now know that the diary is true, which is what the press, if they ever talked about it, said. That's stolen. We don't even know if that's true. Right. Now we know they obviously wouldn't be doing this, doing this if it was a fake diary. And in the diary, he she talks about inappropriate showers with her father growing up and that she believes she was molested. Now, that's kind of some big news, especially when you see what her brother has turned into. Her brother is a deviant of every sort. What? Where does that come Mm. from? Mm. And sending dad all of those porn things. Well, I mean, this this is (laughs) we're looking at a Michael Jackson situation. I'm not saying that he did molest. I'm saying we're looking at a situation where we know something isn't right. And we're not doing anything about it. I'm not saying that. He molested her. She, she, what are the inappropriate showers about? You know, I don't know if she's, you know, what she's feeling. Maybe she made that up or she was molested by someone else. We saw, don't know. We saw how the media treated Penn State when similar accusations were made about that. Uh, They went crazy Crazy. and didn't listen to any piece of uh, opposing evidence. Now, here's what really bothers me they've had hunter biden's laptop for at least a year before the diary was stolen so they've had the laptop and what are they working on there's no charge there's nothing on hunter biden nothing yeah but does the president of the united states have a document or two in his uh, in his house that is you know behind a closed door and no no evidence that he's using it inappropriately but did he take it home but and and he shouldn't have that's that's the investigation we need right now. Well, we're right gonna, now we're going to see the full affidavit today. Hopefully, before heavily this program redacted. is o- heavily. That's my guess. Heavily redacted. It was. The, I think the judge said with minimal redaction. That is what the judge said. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Never mind. The Glenn Beck Program.